Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Ready to go for another week of Growing in Grace. I'm Mike with Joel. Hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, do us a favor and let someone else know you found our podcast at growingandgrace.org. Uh, you can be a subscriber as well. And here to tell you how to do that, Joel Brazicke. <laughs> That's right, Cab. Uh, just go to growingandgrace.org and you'll win a new podcast. <laughs> every week, <laughs> every Sunday, <laughs> for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll do this for the rest of our lives. Maybe not, but I suppose we'll. Whenever we do decide to end this thing, whenever that would be, whether it's next week or in tw- two decades or whatever, we'll probably leave up all the past episodes just to to have them there. But anyway, uh, you were talking about subscribing, and so we'll do that. Um, you can go to growingandgrace.org and. There is a uh, a button or a link. I can't even picture it in my mind right now. But anyway, where it says subscribe, and and then it'll take you to uh, a page that has several different options, where you can either uh, subscribe and have it delivered to your email every time we post a new podcast, or you can uh, use various subscription services. It's real easy uh, once you get there. But basically, you go to growingandgrace.org, uh, where all the podcasts are there, and then again the subscription link. Pretty easy to do. All right. Well, hey, um, well, first of all, I do want to say <laughs> I'm taking a step of faith because I just realized I left the window shades open. And so if the dog starts barking, then we'll, <laughs> we'll all just deal with it. Normally, we'd probably try to delete that out, but uh, maybe today we'll just let her bark. If, yeah, a dog goes, if a dog goes by, we're toast, I'm just telling you. Well, since you told people already, then we can leave it in. So, you know, that's just one of these things. You see, we're not like in these professional studios or anything like that. I'm sitting here in my basement uh, where I got my computer cap. You're sitting there in a, what would you call it, living room or whatever you got where your computer is looking out. You got the window right next to you. So, yep. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Via it's, it's, Skype. It's good, though. I mean, it's it's good. I mean, this is great that we can do this without having to travel to the same location, even though you and I aren't that far apart. But it's it's a technology can be a, a wonderful thing. And so, uh, in fact, we, we were yeah. just talking about some of this stuff. Maybe we'll get into it here on our subject today because we wanted to get into some things that Paul said to the Galatians. One, one thing in particular uh, about falling from grace and so we'll work our way towards that. What is when we say the term "falling from grace"? I wonder what goes through the minds of a, a lot of people out there. If you've had somewhat of a, a legalistic background, or even just a traditional, uh, average everyday church background of some kind, falling from grace would usually indicate something like people who uh, had been living the Christian life who got tangled up in sin, and then they fell from grace because they just did something really bad or did a lot of bad stuff and yeah, well, you know those those kinds of thoughts start going through our minds so we're going to uh, work on trying to clarify perhaps what falling from grace really is yeah that's right I mean it's the type of thing where I mean different people come up with different I have different ideas of what it means uh, I uh, I'll often think of uh, 
you know, maybe a big evangelist or something, and he's out there preaching the gospel, and then uh, he gets in, he falls into some sort of sin, and so everyone says he's fallen from grace. Or I remember seeing a, this, a headline um, on a, a news site one time several years ago. I, for, I forgot even who it was. It had nothing to do with uh, a Christian or anybody, but it was a major star, somebody who was famous, who had done something wrong, and uh, the headline had to do with that person had fallen from grace. And of course, when Paul uses that phrase, you have fallen from grace, that's really far from what Paul was actually saying. And so we'll have to get into that. There were, you know, back then in in the early church, the gospel was just getting out, of course. Now, there was a day, of course, when 3,000 people heard and uh, received Jesus Christ. But there were other times when it might not have you know, news might not have traveled so quickly. That's kind of what we were talking about in that um, here, you and I, we're five miles apart, but we're talking on a computer where we can say something and we're, we're able to hear each other, even though we're five miles apart. We can get done with this recording. We can post it on the internet. And people almost anywhere in the world who have an internet connection can hear this. It wasn't the same back then. So when Paul was preaching the gospel... You know, that it's, uh, we're saved by grace apart from works. Saved by grace through faith, no works, no law, has nothing to do with our law-keeping. It's easy for us to realize that these days because we've got this, this Bible here in front of us. But back then, they didn't have Bibles. They didn't have Paul's epistles to read and to understand and to um, figure out. And so a lot of people weren't in the know about what the true gospel was. And so um, some people... Uh, sometimes with uh, malicious intent and sometimes just ignorantly, not really realizing what they were doing, they were trying to add law back into the gospel uh, for various reasons. And so we find some of that going on in uh, Galatians. Yeah, and let me back up here a minute too, Joel, and go back to uh, the book of Acts. This was at a time where the Gentiles were hearing the gospel message, and it was a controversial thing with the Jewish people. Um, fairly quickly, they, they seem to agree that Gentiles could be saved. They, they, they could believe on Jesus Christ and be saved. But there was this ongoing issue in which was hotly debated by Paul and other apostles and believing Jews back in Jerusalem, the Jerusalem church. Some of those were former Pharisees. And so they, they believed that they should still adhere to the law of Moses, the Gentiles, uh, even though they, they agreed, okay, they can be saved, but they still have to. You've got to keep in mind these people were in such a relationship for really centuries, uh, and, and it consumed their lives each and every day, this, this law of Moses. and something they held dear, uh, great Jewish heritage, uh, chosen people by God, and I mean, this was handed off from God to them. And, and so the, it's, it's hard for us to understand the relationship that they had and, and a certain amount of pride that they had in that law, uh, it was hard for them to let go of. And like you were saying, Joel, they, they really had no written instruction like what we have with our Bibles, our New Covenant writings. Uh, when Paul did write a letter, it was one copy of a letter that went to a church, like to the Galatians. Uh, it went out Donkey Express or whatever, <laughs> and who knows how many people actually read it and, and were instructed. You know, it probably took a long time for stuff like that to get around, like you were saying. So in the book of Acts, Paul and some of his buddies were heading over to the Jerusalem church, and they were telling these guys over there, James and some former Pharisees and so on, 
God is doing a great work here with the Gentiles. And they were like, oh, this is, this is really cool, but uh, we think that they should still observe the law of Moses. So then Peter stood up and he said, hey, brothers, <laughs> you know, in the early days, God made a choice among you that by my mouth, the Gentiles would hear the word of the gospel and believe. And, and God who knows the heart, Peter goes on, God who knows the heart testified to them, giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he also did to us. And he made no distinction between us and them, cleansing their hearts by faith. Now, therefore, why do you want to put God to the test by placing upon the neck of the disciples a yoke which neither our fathers nor we have been able to bear? Why would we want to put this on the Gentiles? So that's uh, just a little background there, because Paul is writing to some Gentile believers here in Galatians. Yeah, you know, people who, uh, Gentiles, by very definition, had never been under the law in the first place. <laughs> they, right. were, they were never meant to be under the law. And coming to Christ, you know, the Jews, in order to come to Christ, Paul had you know, told us that it's, the Jews had to die to the law in order to know Christ and, and to bear fruit unto God. And so um, there were these people uh, who either, again, they didn't know that, they were ignorant of that, or they had malicious intent, and they were trying to put uh, these Galatians under the law. And uh, that was never meant to be. It just was never meant to be like that. You come to Christ, the Jews had to die to the law to come to Christ. Gentiles had never been under the law. They were to come to Christ by grace, through faith alone, never even having had a relationship with the law. And so then here you have these people who want to put the Galatians under the law. And uh, that's just that's not the way it was meant to be. And so the different things, you know, happened. Uh, maybe some people were confused about this, and Paul uh, said a whole lot of uh, things in different places to set people straight on this. Uh, in Galatians, you know, <laughs> you know, Cap, you were talking about this. Well, later on, you know, Peter, in the book of Galatians, Paul recounts this time when Peter had come to Antioch, and Paul had to withstand him to his face. He says, I withstood him to his face, because he was to be blamed. Uh, and long story short, before these people from James came along, Peter would eat with the Gentiles. He was fine. He was cool. He knew that the Gentiles were saved. He would, he would eat with them. But then when these Judaizers that James had sent came along, uh, Peter would withdraw himself, separating himself from from the people from Jane or from the from the uh, Gentiles, he would separate himself from the Gentiles because he feared those who were of the circumcision. That is, those who thought that the people had to keep the law, and uh, some other Jews. He said, "It says the rest of the Jews also played the hypocrite with Peter, and even Barnabas was carried away." And so Paul had to stand up to Peter and say, "Come on, man! You know that if you you're a Jew, and yet you're." You're fine when these other people aren't around. You're fine living like a Gentile um, and not like a Jew does. Why do you compel Gentiles to live like Jews? That is, why do you compel Gentiles to try to keep the law? And he says, We who are Jews by nature and not sinners of the Gentiles, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ, even we have believed in Jesus Christ, in Christ Jesus, that we might be justified by faith in Christ, that not by the works of the law, for by the works of the law no flesh shall be justified. So Paul had to just lay this uh, out straight for Peter, 
And uh, then later on in the in the book in the the book of Galatians in his letter he he talks about those who had fallen from grace. Well, and Peter he he should have known better because we just we just read what he said in the book of Acts where he he made the case for the Gentiles being separated from the law who had never been under it as you said. So yeah, Paul was not afraid to confront him. Peter seemed to be a little afraid of confrontation though out there in the field. He was okay at the Jewish church it seemed, but then uh, maybe got intimidated somewhere along the way, gave into the the peer pressure of uh, abiding by the law. Or you know, the, you got to remember, Gentiles were considered far away, uh, dirty, unclean, <laughs> for the longest time. Even though they were trying to come to the realization that they could also be saved, there was still just a, a lot of confusion there. I think, and so really what Paul did almost throughout the entire book of Galatians is to make a case to these Gentile believers of what it is they inherited freely through Christ and through him alone. And then he gets to this place in Galatians chapter 5 that I think we're going to pick up on next week where he starts talking about some who have fallen from grace. And so we can pick up on that next week, Joel. Yeah, we'll do that next week here on Growing in Grace. Uh, Everybody knows diverse or at least we hope they do um and if not that's really what we're here to share to help people to understand this galatians 5 4 you have become estranged from christ you who attempt to be justified by law you have fallen from grace we're going to get into that then next week right here on growing in grace at growingandgrace.org this has been growing in grace with mike kapler and joel brzezinski Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.